Let's see. Yeah, we got a couple people's in there right now. You were afraid of my jabroni threat. You live? We're live. We where we should be live. What's going on, D bags? Hope you guys are doing well. We're back here again with another episode, the 198th episode of the Detox Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Rita. Feel free to connect with me at any of the links down below. And if you're new here and you enjoy music, podcasts, comedy, or hooping videos, do consider subscribing because we've got a whole lot of that going on around here. And when you do subscribe, leave a like, hang out with us here in the live chat like you're going to do tonight. Helps us share conversations and laughs like the ones we're having tonight with more people. So do consider doing that. It helps out a lot. And uh, I know I've been I've mentioned it a couple times the past couple weeks, but I've been having friends or, or family members or just people that, that support the show um, say that they, they miss the lives sometimes. So make sure you've got notifications on if you want to be here to tap in for the lives. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, I've got to talk to you guys a little bit about car insurance before we can get into today's episode. We've got a lot to get into. Um, but uh, like I said, got to talk to you a little bit about car insurance. These days, it feels like prices just keep going up. It feels like every day we're talking about how expensive things are or how expensive things are going to be. Um, even I know sometimes it's gas. Sometimes it's, if you're me, Legos. Uh, it could be a, a slew of different things, but everything's just becoming more and more expensive. We're not getting paid anymore, you know, so why are you wasting money overpaying on car insurance? Let your hometown agency, Kenosha Auto Insurance, which is specialized for years and years in simple, hassle-free car insurance using the latest in touch-free technology, help you and your family get some the best rates. So what are you waiting for? Give me a call today at 262-448-4141. That's 448-4141. The website is KenoshaINS.com. One last time, that's 262-448-4141. Uh, give them a call, tell them D-Rita Detox sent you. The worst that could happen is you will get the best rates. Now, with all that good stuff out of the way, dude, my throat is already feeling it. I'm not sick. I've got a, I don't know what it is, like a, a muscle issue in my throat right now. I woke up with it today. I like, couldn't lift my neck up. And uh, once I, like sitting to standing has been very difficult today. So I, I made it to the chair. And I'm in front of the microphone, so we're going to do it. But it is it is weird with, with speaking. You read the title. You guys saw what's on the agenda today. We've got some interesting things to get into. Um, had a, a little bit of a, a guest cancellation the last couple of weeks. Um, somebody, somebody canceled like a couple of weeks ago for that date of last week. So then we filled that date. And then that person had things come up last minute and then um that same person rescheduled for this week and then had things come up yesterday well for today but told me yesterday at least so um you know here we are we're doing the thing it's been a couple weeks where you've just been stuck with me but uh hopefully hopefully you're getting some value out of it hopefully we're having some fun and and sometimes i like doing a solo episode uh as much as i i dread it um i get upset you know when people cancel or um just like if I if I had plans and specific things I wanted to get into with somebody, sometimes I get upset. I'm like, damn, man, I wanted to talk to that person or I wanted to um, try these jokes with this person or maybe steer a conversation that way and see what we could get into. And then when it doesn't happen, I definitely get down. Um, but usually afterwards, when it comes to a solo episode, I feel pretty good. You know, it's almost my journaling right here. I, I journal every morning. This is kind of just a little extra thing for me to just word vomit uh, into the universe and and sometimes you guys laugh and other times I I bomb miserably but but here we are we're doing the thing um, I don't know if you guys have heard but uh, this Chris Tyson thing going on with Mr. Beast 
has been all over my timeline. Now I'm most of my my um, timeline recently when it comes to YouTube because that's pretty much the only social media I use. I have all the other ones. I post a lot on all the other ones, um, but I usually I don't really use them. I just post and I get off. Most of them even lock like after like ten minutes, so I can't even use them if I wanted to. Um, but uh, it's been all over my timeline. If you guys don't know who Chris Tyson is, um, he's the uh, a Mr. Beast friend basically was one of mr beast's friends in a bunch of his videos helping him with a uh, a bunch of challenges um just being around being in a lot of the videos i think he has his own um youtube channel as well and some own his own content as well but uh, i could be wrong on that but basically chris tyson just recently came out as trans and uh explained that he has been undergoing hrt um, for two months and so like just popped out at some award shows and whatnot and has been some recent videos with Mr. Beast and people are you know like whoa what's going on there's a big you know difference in appearance and people are are having all these like whoa I didn't see this coming whatever whatever moment and you know that's I think it's okay to be like whoa I didn't know that that's that was what's going on if you genuinely didn't know right and but then it turned into this very weird thing where YouTubers, specifically one, well, one in particular, Sunny V2, and some other people online, um, made a bunch of videos claiming that this was it, this is going to hurt Mr. Beast's brand, and that it is making Mr. Beast himself uncomfortable. I'm gonna break this down just to its simplest form for you, real quick, <laughs> so you understand why this is so so ridiculous. These YouTubers are saying that Mr. Beast's friend being himself is not, is going to hurt Mr. Beast's brand. And people they're saying and and in this guy's video or I don't know if it was in this video or if it was all the comments and reaction but but people are basically being like I hate how people keep trying to force LGBTQ plus characters on us in mainstream media. Let's unpack that for a second. This is a real human being, right? Chris Tyson is a real person. And Chris Tyson, I, I believe, I, I'm not sure the exact terminology for it, but they uh, use all, are, are open to all pronouns. So it, I know I'm saying he, that's any one of them apparently is okay with them. Um, but um, just in case, so I, so I clear that up for people that might think I'm misgendering. I don't want you to think that. So one, this is a real person, not a character, okay? This is not like a, a Disney is trying to force some agenda that you think, you know, this is not that. This is a real human being decided to do this. And and on top of that, this is this is Mr. Beast's channel. This is not mainstream media. This is not Disney. This is not uh, CBS. This is not whatever, you know, this is this is just a a guy and one of his friends that do videos together. And so it got to the point where this guy, Sonny V2, made probably the worst YouTube video I've ever seen um, and uh, um, used all this dramatic editing and these weird cuts and added his own captions and like zoom ups to make things look more awkward and added like his own they could captions like said so and so feels awkward when I don't know if Sonny spoke to those people and got a report that they felt awkward in that moment basically he took videos of Mr. Beast's 
from that Chris had recently been in and was trying to with editing make it look like Chris existing was making his friends and collaborators uncomfortable and that this was going to tank the Mr. Beast brand. And so basically made a really bad video. People were and and it did sway like a lot of people um agreed with this really really messed up take. Um uh, but luckily more people you know, came to the defense of of Chris and Mr. Beast and Mr. Beast himself. Actually, this is where things get wild. If you guys know, I mean, we've talked about Mr. Beast a lot on the channel. I mean, not like super in depth stuff, right? But we've we've all I've gotten into stuff he's been doing. We keep up with him. I'm I'm a fan, a loose fan. I'm not like a diehard, but I I appreciate what he does, and I think um, I think he's generally a, a very positive guy. Now. He he had to respond to a tweet. Um, yeah, so this is the Sunny V2 video. Um, claims the title of this video about his friend Chris is why Chris will soon be a nightmare for Mr. Beast. And then it's a super dramatic, like documentary style thing, like like presenting these things as facts um, about how how this is going to ruin Mr. Beast's brand. And Mr. Beast actually responded to this. this it, again, he doesn't really get into a lot of like controversies. I feel like um, he said, "Yeah, this is." I'll oh, see. Look, I'm getting locked out of Twitter right now. Um, he said, "Yeah, this is getting absurd." Chris isn't my nightmare in quotes. Um, he's my fucking friend, and things are all fine. All this transphobia is starting to piss me off. And, I mean, good on him for saying something, dude. And just, like, like that's his homie. I don't know why why somebody just being themselves, like, really, really bothers you. You know? Like, it's so weird. It was, like, the same thing, like, when JoJo Siwa came out as gay. And people were just, like, so mad. And this is, like, after. I don't even think she, like, had her show anymore. You know, like her kids show, she had like a, a children's show or something. Um, I'm not super familiar with Jojo Siwa and the lore, so don't <laughs> come at me if this is wrong. But it was like the same thing where this is, it's like, a you know, uh, she's not even doing her show, like filming her regular show. And people are like mad that like corporations are trying to force this like gay shit on us. It's like, that's just, she's a human. She's gay. Like she's just, she's gay. Nobody's forcing her to do that. And um, and then it's been the same thing, same thing with this Bud Light stuff where it, Bud Light's not a great beer anyways, right? Like it's not like a, a high-quality beer. It's just like a, a – it's very popular. It's a cheap beer like Bud Light, Miller Light. Those are like kind of they, – they battle each other out, right? Coors I think is in there. Those are all like the cheap beers, right? These are huge, huge brands, make billions of dollars a year um and and they came out with like a gay can like one colorway that's like yeah we support everybody and their pronouns and all the lgbtq plus and people lost their minds there i saw a guy i saw a dude it was a video that went viral on on something it was t i think it was on tiktok of this guy this like I don't want to make assumptions, but I, I bet I could guess who he voted for. Go in. He's like, he's like, we're not going to stand for this. No more, brother. And he, 
he's he's like i'm gonna show y'all some right now and he gets out of the truck and he walks into his like garage and he's got a, a cooler in there and he pulls out a fresh case like a 24 pack of bud light and he fucking like brings it outside and runs it over with his truck he's like none of that gay shit over here but like he didn't say that far but like he just i'm like what does that prove you already bought the bud light it's like the same thing when people were like burning lebron's jerseys almost when he went to miami and all these people it's like dude you paid a hundred dollars for that jersey if it's a real one you're gonna burn it because he left don't get me wrong I would have been sad too if I was a Cleveland fan. But this is not the same thing. There's going to be regular cans. There's still regular cans. The cans that that man had were regular. But he couldn't stand that Bud Light is okay with gay people and LGBTQ plus people existing. So he's like, nah, no way, brother. Can't do this. Not here. Not in this country. I just think it's crazy, dude. Like, what's the big deal? I just don't understand what the big deal is. I don't understand how... Somebody, I know it's it's such like a cliche. I, f- I feel like I've said it like three times already, but people just existing bothers you. And you got to think about it from the perspective of a, we live in a, a capitalist society here in the, in the United States. And a lot of these same people that are upset about this probably champion a lot of the values of capitalism, right? Now, if you champion those values... Why wouldn't companies want to sell to more people or to appeal to more people, right? If if these people exist, which they do, whether or not you are mad about it doesn't not make them exist, right? Same thing with like, I know people are um, people get into this whole thing with it feels like more people are are gay or LGBTQ or trans or whatever now. And it's like, well, it's because like if they were 30, 40 years ago, they would they were at like way higher risk of like death. I mean, there's still a, there's still plenty of risk with death, death and all these other things um, and being ostracized and treated poorly. Right. But like 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, maybe sure. They would stay in the closet because they they didn't want to be like stoned, like like just totally outcast by society and there was no one for them to connect with because there wasn't the internet you know what i'm saying like like people try to do the this this thing where it's like if we look back on history there used to be no lefties either there used to be like less than one percent left-handed people because because it was like uh i forget which where it stemmed from if it was religious or what but but basically we believed as a society that left-handedness was innately evil and that there was some witchcraft at play and so people that were left-handed would be killed so yeah we accept we we realize that that's stupid and so yeah now there's more left-handed people because it's acceptable so it's not that they're I don't think like the percentage doesn't change like it's the percentage is just more accurately what it probably should be. And this is another thing. I don't know if I just tangent it there, if I even made sense. But I I have I'm from a smaller town, a, a more rural area. Right. And I have people in my life that maybe don't get everything um when it comes to this kind of things and there's a lot to be had right if you come from a place that there there is you're not exposed to a lot of this stuff 
it's it might be a lot of information to take in and maybe it's not affecting you in your day-to-day life so you just see one headline and you're like whoa you know shock value and you're you know you move on um, with your day because you don't have anybody in your life that relates to these things or, or is affected by these these things um, and I've had people in my life say things uh, about whether it's the, the Bud Light stuff the Chris Tyson thing just LGBTQ people in general people being like oh I don't care if you know they do whatever they they want to do just I think it's I don't think it should be in in schools I don't think they should know what trans people are or what like I don't and I'll say these things and I, I had to explain this to, to some people um, last week there is nobody or I guess I'll break it down like this there is no amount of gay porn porn right I'm not talking about you just tell me that gay people exist right I'm telling you me and you right now assuming that maybe you're also straight right there is no amount of of time of brainwashing you could you could strap me into a chair put make me enable to move my neck I can't even look away from the screen and a giant projector all close-up gay porn there's no amount of that that's gonna make me gay because I'm not gay I it's like people think that if you show a person somebody being gay or a trans or you tell them that trans people are real that that's gonna turn somebody that isn't to that no it's just gonna make people that maybe have feelings that maybe they maybe they are or that have that inside them they're gonna understand that oh this is normal they're not gonna be they're not gonna be living this terrible life in existence in conflict because they think whatever they feel or whatever they truly are is as themselves is wrong you know what I'm saying like think about it like this every movie up until like was it like four years ago the first like I mean I'm sure there was some low-budget indie flicks that I never saw but it was like a, a big deal when Star Wars had uh, two women kiss at the end of like the new one and it was on the screen for one second it got cut out in other countries that that didn't even air in other countries so how many years hundreds of years of cinema of media did did gay people watch straight people make out have sex have relationships whatever and them still be gay a lot so maybe they just actually are like you get what I'm saying like there's no amount I I, I get this thing where they're like well what if what if they show kids they shouldn't be showing kids this I don't think it's right I, I think it's fine do whatever you want but they can't show kids what do, what do you mean they can't show kids or what or what you know, like, what are you saying? What are you afraid of? And they won't, a lot of times they won't say the quiet part out loud. But it's just like, you're just, you just don't, you don't get it. And you're afraid for whatever reason, or you're transphobic, or you, you know, you just, it's, it's bigotry. And, and whether or not it comes in a polite fashion, or um, they're trying to really downplay that, that, that's what it is at the end of the day. Because there's, if you really break it down, there's nothing it's it's not going to stop anybody from being straight who is straight a, a kid knowing 
a kid or a young adult or any person of any age, because these are grown adults here crying about the Bud Light thing, right? Bud Light, that's not advertised to kids. That's advertised to adults, okay? And and also the people crying about it, you guys have definitely amplified this marketing campaign. So whoever over there at Bud Light Marketing is getting a raise because they've probably done infinitely more impressions across all social media platforms, news networks, and everything than they normally do or would have with any other campaign. So, you know, the whole it, being a snowflake about it, freaking out that, like, these people exist isn't really helping you to uh, stop the brand, um, the brand's awareness. Like you making a viral video running over a 24 pack of Bud Light with your truck and that getting 6 million views didn't hurt Bud Light, right? That, that definitely just got Bud Light in front of 6 million more people. And um, some of those people, uh, quite a few of them, I hope, were making fun of you. And uh, maybe now instead of the three dollar Coors Light they're gonna buy the Bud Light because I thought that was funny um I just think it's silly dude I just think it's silly like I I don't know I I really just try to I try to put myself in other people's shoes when especially when it comes to stuff like this and and I came from again a small town where people you know aren't exposed to all this stuff and and I wasn't exposed to a lot of um different ways of of living of thinking of people presenting themselves and uh and so i try to come at it with empathy when people have maybe some problematic views um but i really i just i try i'm trying to break it down and like see how they can even perceive it as that but it's like if you think about it for just a second man you won't it, it doesn't make sense it just doesn't um I feel really bad for the Chris Tyson um, situation for Chris Tyson and Mr. Beast because they both seem like nice, very nice people. Um, they, they doesn't, they're friends and people are trying to make them to not be friends just because of this. I think that's weird. And, and again, I guess I'll just bring it back to this one more time so I can reiterate it. And if I have to cut it up into a clip or something, it, it makes sense. There's no amount of seeing somebody kiss somebody or exist like if you just say hey this is darren he's he's straight or showing me straight heterosexual family you know families that's gonna make a gay person straight they're gonna still be gay and vice versa right there's no amount of gay porn that i could watch that i'm gonna be like yes i'm into dudes now it's not gonna happen so i don't know don't stop being weird about it man let people exist. Let people just live their life. And and guess what? I, if it if it hurts you that bad, if it hurts you that bad, you're gonna cry about it that much that this can has a rainbow on it. Then go go buy Coors Light, I guess, bro. Go buy Coors. Light. I think Bud Light's gonna do just well because just fine because of this marketing campaign and because of your snowflake tears. Because of those, I think, yeah, I think they're going to do okay. Because it's definitely blown up way more than it should have. I just think it's weird, man. I don't really care about it. I, I, it's stupid that we even have to talk about it, to be honest with you. I think people should just be who they are and be happy. And we should just be happy that they're happy. Like, every time you bring it up, people are like, oh, I don't want them to show it in schools. And then if you break it down, oh, I just broke it down. Like, what are they thinking? You think we're going to show them actual gay porn? 
in school? No, they're just going to be like, hey, like some people are like this and some people are not. And I don't even know if they do that. But, I'm, but it, you know, if they did, I don't see a problem. I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. But on to some silly stuff, right? Um, Drake uh, dropped a new song. Except for he didn't drop a new song. Uh, well, he did a couple weeks ago. The one with the sampled Kim K in it or whatever. But this just came out. This, this I want to show you guys here, is an AI-created song. So it, it's not created by AI. Created with AI. So a person went in. Um, this guy named Ghostwriter or something. I'm going to pull it up here in a second. Um, created his own Drake and uh, Weekend song um, using AI. So basically using an, an AI filter. So uh, a model that's trained on Drake's voice and The Weekend's voice. Um, and then he sings parts, parts of it as well as, you know, they have the celebrity like talk to text things and using that in combination, basically using those in tandem um, and then, you know, making a beat. He also threw the uh, Metro made this beat or so somebody made this beat on it, which, again, they did not um, threw a bunch of stuff together, made a song that sounds like it could be a Drake song. And I'm not going to lie. It's actually, I mean, it sounds pretty legit. It sounds pretty legit. Sue's going to get sued for sure. For sure. I, I think because he put it on uh, streaming services under, like, his name. So I'm pretty sure you're going to get sued. But, but I mean, hey, I'll show you guys. You guys tell me what you guys think of this, um, if it sounds like Drake or not. There's, like, 10 million views on this video. Young Metro. Yeah, so that's 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 Drake's part. Let's see. There's a couple parts when he said Bieber, it sounded a little funky. Um, you could kind of hear that that was maybe a little messed up. I want it. This is the the part that's the weekend or supposed to be the weekend. Kind of sounds a little bit like Drake's too. It sounds a little off. So. I think this is supposed to be the weekend. And it sounds like Drake's thing. Oh, this is the weekend. That's pretty good, actually. That did actually kind of sound like him. And so, and they're referencing Selena Gomez uh, quite a bit, too. So it kind of sounded like. Basically, I didn't know it was an AI thing. I thought it was just like a Drake leak. Because I get a lot of Drake leaks on my TikTok because I'm a big Drake fan. So if a new leak comes out. I don't support stealing people's music, right, and leaks. I'm not saying I support that. But if it just shows up on my For You page, I listen for a second or the whole snippet and save it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but so it's interesting, man. And it, and it, I don't know what you guys think or if you guys um, even care. But it, it's it's kind of kind of crazy. Like we were we were joking about AI earlier this year, and it feels like every week there's like some new stuff like new crazy advancements like this is this is a partial filter so that's that's so different than when we did the kanye west apology with chat gpt and then i stuck that through a kanye west like speaking thing um 
this is this is me and uh, for those of you who make music like maybe you know there's there's a thing is like live autotune right so if i'm recording uh, a track i can hear the autotune in real time as i sing right so it's like as i'm singing it's correcting it in real time right otherwise you can record something and then edit it after this is like dude i can it's literally a voice changer basically that's trained with artificial intelligence and on all these different, um, basically, if you took Drake's whole catalog and shoved it into this AI um, algorithm and we're like, okay, learn all the subtleties of his voice and uh, the different registers that he sings in and how he sings different vowel sounds and consonants and all this stuff. And then I would be able to sing and then in real time hear myself as Drake. Drake feature is about to be, you know. Ten dollars now. So I keep seeing people comment like, "Oh, Drake feature about to only be a hundred bucks. Drake feature is about to only be fifty bucks now." Uh, kind of crazy, kind of crazy that that's what like um, music is getting to. Drake has not said anything about that one. He did. Someone did uh, a Drake singing, um, Drake AI singing uh, Ice Spice. Um, which song was it? I think it was "Boys a Liar." And he posted that on his story and was like, "That's this is too far. He, he said enough is enough AI or something like that. And I thought that was funny. But he hasn't said anything about that one, which leads me to think that that dude's getting sued. Um, so I hope you don't get sued. I mean, like, I hope you don't, like, lose everything. But, um, you know, probably have to figure something out with, with Aubrey and his team. I don't think you can just do that. <laughs> I don't think you can just do that. And if you can, music's about to get crazy. And that's what a lot of people were commenting, like, dude, this is going to be illegal in a couple of years. And this is going to be like the case is going to be like Ghostwriter versus Drake is going to be like the law. And so it's it's kind of interesting. Um, but I don't know. Maybe you guys, if you want, if any of, you, if any of my, my fans or my supporters out there that listen to the podcast, if you guys want to, because you could probably do do it very easily with my voice. Um, not maybe a song, but how they do like uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump will be like debating some random shit. Or they'll be in like Discord with Drake and Ice Spice um, or Joe Rogan or something. People that have like a lot of audio of them in interviews and just regularly speaking, right? It's really easy, I guess, or not really easy, but easier to train um, these AIs on a specific person's voice and then based on the more data you have and for me you got 198 episodes of me talking into a microphone you know so you take all those you shove that in you know whatever ai you got to you could have me saying some wild things i think that would be really funny i think it'll be really fun it would be fun to do uh some sort of sort some sort of competition almost where like maybe even even if it's like at my expense, people making fun of me try to make like a a minute clip of something dumb that sounds like something I would say, but maybe it's just like a little bit a little bit more fucked up or something. I don't know. You know, I don't want to get don't get me AI canceled, but something fun. I think that would be that would be interesting. <laughs> uh, the AI stuff is is just kind of crazy now. Just kind of crazy now. Um, before we went live, before we went live. Um, McKenna shows me this video of some dude. I guess this just happened on Monday. Some dude killed his wife. Okay. Trigger warning. Killing wives. 
I think you're supposed to do it before you say what okay man whatever this dude murdered his wife and some clips came up once they figured out you know the last name seemed familiar of this dude uh some clips came out of this guy was on family feud family feud um like what five six years ago a while ago I guess Family Feud's still on, so I was going to make a joke about back when Family Feud was on the air, but I guess it's still on. Um, and he said to uh, Steve Harvey um, some pretty some pretty sus stuff. You sent me this? Or is it on yours? I was going to say, yeah, you can send it to me. Um, but yeah, basically, my man's... Um, he was telling on himself years and years earlier. And it's not... This is not funny and like, haha, like this person was just killed. Like, that is very sad. You can just send it to me. What are you sending me on, on there? On TikTok? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll just pull it up. Um, it's not funny, like, haha, like somebody died. Okay, that's not funny. But this is fucking, it's a little crazy that this dude said this and then years later, which was last week or whatever, five days ago or something, uh, this comes out. So I'm going to pull this up here. He's asked, on Family Feud, what's the biggest mistake you made at your wedding? Okay. And this is the guy's answer who eventually went on to murder his wife. Honey, I love you, but said I do. So he said, if in case you didn't, in case you couldn't really hear, it was a little muffled. Um, he said that his uh, his biggest mistake on his wedding night was saying "I do," and then he tried to cover up. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for that. Oh, I love my wife. I love my wife. I love my wife. That's kind of crazy, dog. Why you? Why he even do it in the first place? Why didn't he just get divorced with her then? Was he plotting it back then on Family Feud? Is Steve Harvey involved? I'm just kidding. That, that part was too far. Too far. Um, Steve, yeah, Steve Harvey was like, he just, he did not even, he was like, I'm not reacting to that guy. Um, but yeah, just pretty weird, weird stuff going on in the world. Um, I think I mentioned last week to you guys that I, I've been injured recently, had a issue with my quad muscle. It was uh, partially torn, bad pole, and uh, I was pretty down about it. I don't think I got into it fully on the show about just about how down I was. I, I'm feeling a little bit better now. I I was able to to run around a little bit yesterday and um, and compete in some some hoops. Um, still not at a hundred percent. Still not getting to do the things that I have come to expect with my body, and I thought. You know, I bring that up because I know a lot of athletes deal with similar issues where if you're an athlete, if you've competed um, most of your life or if you competed at a high level um, or maybe it's just it's important. Maybe it's not the most important thing in your life, but it's it's what your life revolves around. Right. Maybe you're a high school athlete. Um, so, you know, most of your after school activities are just that you're going to practices, going to pasta dinners, um, you know, team nights and then games 
tournaments, things like that, um, becomes a part of your identity. And when you get hurt, when you get taken out or you're not able to do that anymore for an extended period of time, um, it starts to weigh on you. I know for myself, it it has. I, I'm not someone who's been injured a lot. Um, I was injured once uh, when I was in high school. I had a, a tear in my meniscus. And uh, I know that that was probably one of the worst times of my life. I feel like I keep topping it, though, if I'm being honest. I do keep finding a way to just jam a little bit more trauma in every every couple months but um but that was really tough and and the same thing so then recently with, with this tear it uh way way nicer in that it's like not a full rupture or like total tear where i need a surgery or anything like that but it you know it, it's like been a month maybe am i right it's been about a month of dealing with it almost three and a half weeks, three and a half weeks maybe three weeks or maybe yeah about three weeks maybe almost almost a month and um but like you know a week of not being able to walk a week of limping and then a week of being able to walk and not being able to do the things you love and and um you know form your identity around messes you up and i'll say personally as a, as somebody who played college basketball and was in athletics you know majority of their life still is playing um, their sport and um, training whenever they can. Um, the worst part of the recovery process for me, I'm not saying this for everybody, is not the initial get injured part. Because when that happens, for me in that moment at least, again, I've only been injured, a few, like seriously injured a couple of times. Um, when you get the moment of injury you're kind of like you don't know because you have adrenaline and all these things you don't know like how bad it is okay you know like oh shit i'm gonna have to stop like maybe this will be a couple day thing you know and i'll be back on my feet that doesn't suck that or it does suck but not as much right then i'd say that the thing that sucks maybe second um worst is is that next phase where you you kind of realize like oh man this is gonna be a while I'm, I'm in it for a long run here for the recovery that part sucks because you you have this whole long journey ahead of you but it's not the worst in my opinion the worst part is when you appear fine where you can do normal everyday functions um the everyday average person who doesn't train or doesn't um you know work out crazy um, or isn't playing a sport, you can do all that, right? You could go to the mall, walk around, you can um, go to a family event, um, you can go shopping, and, and you look fine, you're, you're walking around fine, you can carry something light, like you're not like, nothing Nothing looks to be a matter, but like there's just this thing in the back of your head reminding you like, you didn't train today, you can't, if, if you wanted to, if, if you wanted to, you you could not get around that defender. Your body would not let you. Like you would you cannot compete at the the level you want to. You can't do the things that you've come to know um, yourself to be able to do. And that that part sucked. And that's where I was the last like week week and a half where I look fine. 
I'm not like if I'm not carrying anything super heavy or I wasn't squatting or something like I I pretty much had normal function, but my leg just did not fully work and still doesn't fully work. Um, and that's just been really, really hard to accept, um, especially when, like I said, a lot of my personality, I feel like is is wrapped up in competitive um, sports, which is something that in in getting injured right now at 24 right because i've been injured in the past but getting it now at 24 is making me realize like man i gotta work on um i gotta work on quite a bit up here because i can't you don't get to play forever you know you don't get to play forever and you don't get to play at a super high level forever i'm not saying i'm old right but i'm 24 i don't know how long i'll get to play right I got to have some other things to look forward to because while I was out, I wanted to do nothing else. I rewatched, I talked about it last week. I rewatched the last dance documentary, which I'd already seen once. Uh, I, I watched the, the, the Kobe one with the redeem team. Um, I, this is how down bad I was. Okay. I downloaded, redownloaded. I went into my PlayStation, um, purchased games and found the most recent 2k I had bought, which was 2k 17. It's 2023 right now as I'm recording this. Okay, that's six years. 2K doesn't get much better year to year, but in six years, you feel the difference. You feel the difference. You see the difference. Um, I re-downloaded 2K17, and I didn't even do a my career. I didn't even make a my player. I straight up just created a player, made him as good as I wanted him to be, and fucking did a uh, my league. It just started playing because I was like, I don't have time for all this shit I just want to play now and um yeah dude that's how down bad I was and and I don't know I don't know how you're supposed to handle things as a as an athlete I think maybe having other interests and I do you know I do this I've got this media stuff and I've got um the music and um and I realized that that those things I am I am still as passionate about you know as I am with sports but there's something about just competing and trying to win um, and playing the sport that I've devoted most of my life to that kind of takes me away from all the stress of even those things because creating videos is awesome it's fun you know it's it's a, a creative artsy outlet same with music but everything is so subjective and as as I want it to be sort of um, my career focus is that, you know, a lot of um, what I hope to do financially in my future is wrapped up in those things. It's a lot of work sometimes. I'm editing clips like two, three, four hours a day sometimes for TikTok and YouTube shorts and Instagram. And um, sometimes I, I just need an outlet from that. And I've realized that sports, I've really been leaning heavily on sports for that. And I, I think that that's what this time being injured has showed me is that maybe I need to get some more balance because I, I literally was, there was no reason for me to even, I, I like didn't even want to just like wake up. Like I was like asleep in bed and I was like, man, I might as well just stay sleeping because this is, I know I can't go shoot hoops. I know I can't go lift. And I know it sounds stupid maybe to somebody who like doesn't, if you, if fitness isn't, you know, big part of your life or if, if a sport has never been a big part of your life. But for me, 
having something so like finite as a game, right? A game of basketball where I'm just trying to score more points than the other team, having something like that. And there's stressful moments. There's stresses within a game, but having something like that, that you can just focus on where it's like just about this thing that's going to start, have a middle and an end and then be done. There's something just like so pure and, and like surreal about it where you, it just pulls you out of everything else that's, that's dragging you down. And so it's been really hard for me to handle all the other stresses without that. So if you are an athlete listening and you're out with an injury or you, you've been out with an injury, um, what are you doing? What are you doing to keep your head up or what have you done to keep your head up? And if you're struggling with it, find find those other parts of your personality. This is a great time to to sort of get into those those other aspects of life, maybe that aside from competing, aside from um, playing basketball. And that's what I, I tried to do. Um, I obsessed pretty heavily over all basketball media and even got back into the NBA, like I said last week. And um but on top of that, I still I tried to take some time to just do music and, and just um, uh, get some some editing done and and uh, talk to some friends. I even went to a movie with a friend of mine and I, I that I don't get to see quite quite often and, and try to find the other things that make you you. Because as much as the sport is important to you and it does uh, in a lot of ways make up your personality or your identity, I should say, not your personality, um, there's more to you than the sport. You play it; it doesn't play you. So, uh, try to try to stay positive. If I if I even made any sense, I don't think I did. R.I.P. to the leg. Yeah, yeah, it's been tough. What are you supposed to do? You ever been out with an injury? Yeah. No, no, you never been like out. No, you've been injured, but never out. Ain't rolled ankles and okay. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. My my co not co host my my producer here has never missed a game so kind of flex on us injured folk but yeah I don't know that's I just wanted to not to bum you guys out um we looked up what a jabroni was before we went live I guess we'll end on a positive note what was a jabroni a loser a stupid good for nothing loser foolish loser yeah stupid foolish loser that's what a jabroni means. Don't be a jabroni. Stretch so you don't get hurt. Um, active warm-ups. And play hard. Play hard because I'll tell you what, that is that has also been something super frustrating where I'm not, like, cleared to play, right, fully. But I'm in a league right now, and I'm an important figure on my team. And so I need to play, okay? Maybe not the most responsible thing to do, but I'm playing. And... I I cannot tell you how much I am like I have these moments where I'm so upset that I can't play as hard as I want to play. Um, so play hard. If you're if you're able bodied right now, play as hard as you can because there's people that can't and uh, they're very jealous of you and um, and they're bitter about it. Uh, but yeah, that's it, guys. That's all I got for today's episode. I don't want to drag on super long. I had the guest cancellation. We got we got a cool. Um, I've got an artist coming on next week assuming we don't get another cancellation and if we do if we do 
I was going to say I would do something bad, but then I, I get nervous that we will because it's just been that kind of month lately. Um, but, yeah, so we, got a, we got a really good guest for you guys, and the 200th episode is coming up, and I finally know what I'm doing for that. I'm not going to tell you. Um, but I finally know what I'm doing for that. It's going to be fun. Um, and uh, that's it, guys. That's the 198th episode of the Detox Podcast. I want to say a quick shout-out and thank you to Kenosha Auto Insurance for sponsoring this episode. Um, they've been sponsoring us for a fat minute. So just want to say thank you to them as well as a thank you to our patrons. Um, thank you guys for supporting the channel. If you guys are interested in getting behind the scenes access to, um, like the hooping vlogs, I do the wrestling videos, um, any of that kind of stuff, as well as a series where I break down how I mix master and write every single one of my songs and extra podcasts, go to patreon.com slash Darren Rita, and you can help support the channel for as little as a dollar. Um, with all that being said, this has been the 198th episode of the Detox Podcast, and I will uh, I will see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>